Well, it's all right, Ross. It's just the whole thing just catapulted me back to high school. You know, people who know me as an adult, but back then I was rather an unathletic, bookish sort. Jocks were the bane of my existence. They always called me a, a weenie, and they would steal all the girls that I wanted. Oh, Fraser, you must have had some girlfriends. Friends, yeah. Yeah, anytime they wanted a sensitive shoulder to cry out of some blonde-headed pillar of testosterone would come by, and it was, bye-bye, Fraser, maybe we can study later. And I'd head home to Niles, and we'd put on the Brandenburg Concertos and play air violin. And that's from Fraser, obviously. And th think of times in your own life when you have... Uh, just, you know, you're, you're feeling real confident, you're feeling on top of the world, and suddenly somebody says or does something to you that just catapults you back to childhood, and some injury that you had in childhood just reappears and you feel very vulnerable. If you look at it as, oh my God, I'll never change, chances are you'll never change. If you say, wow, this is an opportunity to correct a thinking error or to deal with a problem that I had in childhood that I didn't realize was affecting me, but it is affecting me, and let me do some thinking about this. And there are wonderful uh, cognitive therapy skills that give you thinking skills. There's also a wonderful woman, Jean Maroney Binswanger. Um, you can Google her, uh, either Jean Moroney, M-O-R-O-N-E-Y, um, to find some thinking skills that would help you tease apart uh, some of what's going on underground, what's going on in your own thoughts, in your own mind, so that you gain some clarity on your own on, on what's going on emotionally with you and how to fix it. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist. My number is toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R. And you can visit my website, drkenner.com. I have a lot of information on that, books I recommend articles you can read and podcasts that you can listen to. And right now, um, I want to welcome Susan. Susan, you have a 16-year-old daughter who's not talking? Yeah, yeah. yeah what, what's going well, on? Well, she's actually been a quiet girl for, for her whole life. She's been quiet. But she is with her friends. She's more um, extroverted. But Interesting. Terrible. But she's, she's extroverted with her friends, pretty much. You know, she takes part. She has a, a small group of friends. She's very selective. But at home, and there's just the two of us at home. Her, her The family situation broke up years ago. But um, she doesn't smile. She doesn't talk. People, you know, have a friend come in and engage her in conversation about something personal to her. You know, let's talk about college. You know, talk about college. And everybody's all up and laughing and chatting, and she doesn't even laugh. She doesn't crack a smile. She doesn't. She. A friend of mine said today she was talking to, you know, when she was here on Saturday, and we were all talking. She said it was like she just wasn't there. It was like she was. My friend was very frustrated trying to talk to her because she just didn't get a response back. And I said, well, that's the way she is all the time with me. I came home this evening with great news about her, some of the projects she had done, and. It was met with great success. I mean, she's a very, very talented girl. Yeah. Met with great, great success. And I'm saying, oh, my God, they loved what you did. They were all excited. They said they got shivers. She had done a video for somebody. Yeah. She didn't even have an expression. I said, isn't that great news? And she will not, she is not a, she never says I love you, ever, 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 ever. Yeah. She doesn't, when I go to like, kiss her or something like that, or hug, I can kiss her, but. She still is very reticent. She pulls back. I, it, it's, I don't know where her What is she are. protecting herself from? What pain? 
what? think of it, but, but I, can't, I can't get to it. And yeah, but I, what do you think? You know her better than anyone if you've been living with her. How long? You've been divorced for how long? Or um, Well, I, I've raised her on my own. Her, her father was always very inconsistent, still is inconsistent. Is he, he in the picture a, at all? He lives in another state. She hasn't talked to him for weeks. She, she saw him in July. He, he, no, no, he's come and he's gone. I've raised her on my own. We okay. were only married for a couple short months. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I think, that, and, and she's angry a lot. She's yeah. Just, she's just yeah. angry. Angry means something is not fair. That's her injustice detector. So what bi- What are the biggest things in her life that if she, and again, we're guessing what's going on in her mind. I can't guess, but you can guess. I can't even get to it. Yeah, I mean, Is I, it I, she's I, angry that she doesn't have a father or that her father is distant? Is she angry with you? Were there any traumas in childhood? Was she abused at all? Are no. there any hidden secrets? I, no, there's nothing like that. I Sometimes I think it, that, that it is that it's, not fair, or that I think she's. I think if she's angry at anybody, she's got to be angry at him. And I'll, I sometimes I'll bring it up, and and uh, you know, the last time we had a big conversation it was less than a year ago. And she said, "Don't worry, I'm not traumatized. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I know." Yeah. Got, uh, but here's you know, when people are in such pain. If they repress their emotions, if they give their subconscious an order, don't feel. You know, sometimes a, a wife will cheat on a husband, and the husband says, "I never want to feel that pain again of having been betrayed like that. Yeah. I'm not going to get close to anyone again." And it may be in a very powerful private moment that they have this conviction that my coping strategy from now on is to never let anyone get too close because I don't ever want to be hurt with that depth of pain again. And then they kind of bury that and they just say, don't feel. And your subconscious hears, don't feel. So you don't get the highs and you don't get the lows. And you see a person who is emotionally flat. Exactly. But what you need to do, I mean, you can't do it. This would be up to her. But as the mom, I would recommend therapy for yourself because if you... Well, I'm actually going now, but I'm I'm just getting a... The response that I'm getting is, well, this is the way she is. This is the way she is, and you have to respect her space. Yes, you need. Then, you can't force her to talk because the more you pursue her, the more she'll clam down. She's yeah. protecting. Her coping strategy is that she's protecting herself from some feelings, from some pain, from some recognition of reality. Uh, Vietnam vets or the vets that come back who have been combat vets very often do this. They alienate themselves. They shut down because the pain and trauma they experience, they, their mind is their own enemy. They don't even want to go to sleep at night because they're afraid that their memories will haunt them, the memories of all the trauma. Um, so in your case, I think that it's so sad for a mom not to have that connection, especially when the two of you are together. Yeah. And I don't know all the details. There may be other details. But if she is angry, if you're sensing she's angry, I would give her invitations to talk. Honey, honey, I know that you're angry at something, and I've tried to put my finger on it. I can't name it. And I'm puzzled any time you want to talk about it, honey. If you ever yeah, have, yeah, I've, I've pretty much done that. I've pretty yeah. much done that. Or I'll say, sometimes I use my humor, you know, or, or I'll leave the room and I say, I, I don't know what you're angry at. Please tell me what you're angry at. What is this angry? She'll go, I'm fine, I'm fine. And I'll just, uh, 
it's very, yeah. It's okay, very, so you're giving, you're I'm planting kind of, the seed. You could go to therapy with her. Whatever it is, when people have opened up with me, when they've been that repressed, emotionally yeah. repressed, they they go through a stage typically that's called flooding. Once they give this some subconscious permission to talk, it all comes out in a disorganized manner manner and it just it overwhelms them it's like so hard to talk about it and get a get clarity on it and so maybe it's hard for her to open the floodgates but something is hurting her that she's trying to run from you can never run from your own mind it's much better to face it um, I would recommend if you could get some family therapy with you and your daughter a few sessions maybe she could even come to your therapy well it would, I asked her to go yeah. to a therapist last spring she was yeah. I'm not crazy I said, uh, just go no it does if she thinks the therapists are crazy it's really thinking skills you know what I would we're right at the end of time Susan I would okay. look up cognitive therapy go to the website Academy yeah. of CT org and thank you so much for your call and I wish you success with your daughter I'm dr. Ellen Kenner on the rational basis of happiness